You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Lockdown Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Friday. I am Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. I'm also the founder of Whole9Sports.com where you can find all of my written work. I am so excited for the weekend. Uh, it's going to be a fun one. Yay. Birthday parties. Yay. Pool party. Yay. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. Hope everybody else is planning on having a fun weekend. Uh, today, I'm going to spend the first two segments of the show talking about the Texas and Oklahoma rumors about possibly moving to the SEC, how that could impact the Gators, the proposed pod scheduling, what that could look like if the change happens. And we'll wrap up with the three games that I'm most excited for for the Gators this year. And before we get started, just a quick reminder to follow Locked On Gators wherever you listen to podcasts so that you never miss an episode. NBA Draft GOAT Chad Ford, Locked On NBA Draft host Rafael Barlow, and Locked On NBA Draft and Locked On NBA host John Corrales will be live this year covering the NBA Draft. It's Locked On NBA Draft 2021, brought to you by Bilt Bar. Get local expert analysis on each pick, including moi. Follow Lockdown NBA on YouTube today and watch our live coverage on July 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, of course. Of course, to start today's show, uh, Texas OU, as in Oklahoma, apparently they want to come to the SEC. I don't know if it's going to happen because we know of two schools that are going to vote no on it. If four schools vote no, Texas and Oklahoma cannot come into the sec that's how it works if four schools vote against the moves then it's not going to happen and so far uh it's been reported that texas a&m and missouri said no go so i mean it's it's not great or it's not a great start that uh the only two or the first two schools that we really heard from were two schools that both said no so not shooting a great percentage here for uh for Texas or Oklahoma. Of course, this would be a massive, just colossal move in college sports. Um, the ruling should be finalized by next week, and divisions are going to be realigned. It's going to be insane stuff. Um, but really, it's just, it would be crazy. And I think it's a terrible decision for Texas and Oklahoma, by the way, because Texas is struggling to keep up in the Big 12. Oklahoma's dominating a weak Big 12. And I I love the Big 12. It's fun football. But it's pretty much Oklahoma, Iowa State just punching down. Um, so that, yeah, I'm, I'll say that about it. I think it's terrible to really put yourself in the place to have to play teams like Alabama, Florida, LSU, Georgia year after year just because... You're, you're going to be outmatched. Like this isn't the Big 12 where you have to where you get to just play Kansas every year. Like we, you could take a mid-tier SEC school and they'd probably be top 3 in the Big 12. So, definitely not a good uh 
not a good call, I'll say, for either of these schools, just because it's you're really putting yourself in a position to fail. And I don't think it'll happen, but, I mean, I'm cool with it. <laughs> I'll say that, uh, especially after the whooping that Oklahoma put on a uh, majorly depleted <laughs> Gators squad last year. Uh, I would be totally cool with getting that revenge year after year after year after year after year of course uh florida wouldn't necessarily see them too often but enough where i would feel like it's justified the beat down just because uh i mean divisions would would shift a bit we'd probably see alabama would probably come to the east um which would be great because again like Dan Mullen said, like we want Bama. Like more Florida versus Bama is fantastic for us. Oklahoma and Texas would both probably join the West just because, you know, they're more West. So so it makes sense. Um it's it's uh up in the air thing right now. It's probably going to change if this goes through, it's probably going to change the future of college sports. Um, in a major way, because I think if this goes through, we're almost definitely going to eventually get to uh, four super conferences as opposed to the Power Five. It'll be just four jacked conferences where we see, uh, you know, maybe 10 to 16 teams in each conference, um, which would be great for college football, I think, at least. Uh, other college sports, not too sure, but college football, I think it'd be amazing for. Um, it would make, with realignment, if it were to happen, if this were to happen, we'd probably see just a bunch of realignment go into effect, and we'd probably see Alabama, Vanderbilt, Georgia, uh, SC, Auburn, Kentucky, Tennessee, and of course the GOATs, Florida, uh, in the East, which cool for us you know we, we're already in the more difficult uh <laughs> in the more difficult divisions so that's fine with us it's i mean I'm, yeah not nothing would change with me i'm still very confident in this team for this year at least uh future looks bright for the gators so i'm not worried either way and also just bama's gotta eventually crumble you know whether or not it's this year next year the year after that they're gonna eventually crumble so i'm not super worried about them either long term long term georgia never going to be worried about tennessee never going to be worried about uh kentucky auburn sc vanderbilt never going to be worried about i i'm honestly just incredibly excited for if this, if this does go through because it would just make the sec the even more dominant football conference of course it comes down to also though when you look at playoffs you're probably not getting the four best teams because if you have Oklahoma, I mean, I'm not even going to include Texas. If you have Oklahoma join the SEC, you've possibly got in any given year the four best college teams in the SEC. You've probably got, I mean, it could very well end up being Bama, Georgia, Florida, Oklahoma, the top four teams. But given how they probably almost, or given that they would definitely play each other uh, at least once per year you probably wouldn't get to see the uh, the playoff be all SEC if it was four teams. Uh, if that expands, things change again. But, you know, I mean, you'd probably, the best teams probably wouldn't make the playoff because they'd be ranked lower from getting beat by other fantastic teams. Uh, that's just, I mean, that's, that's the SEC, though. 
like I said, like you could take a mid-tier SEC team, put them in the Big 12, and they're probably a top three team. But again, they've got losses because they're playing other fantastic competition in the SEC, and they end up dropping a bit because of it. And honestly, uh, I'm, again, confident in the Gators. I'm excited for it. I can't wait. But as we build anticipation for the football season with possible realignment, let's start building our bodies too. Built Bar is the best protein bar on the market. It has 18 delicious flavors, including recent Built Bar champion Coconut Brownie Chunk. Personally, I'm a cookie dough chunk or peanut butter brownie kind of guy. If you're trying to eat clean, but you've got a sweet tooth like me, that is no longer a problem. Thank you, Built Bar. Feeling feeling like I'm in better shape, sticking to my diet and just eating Built Bar whenever I get a sweet tooth, whenever I get my uh, my urging. Uh, Built Bar is your low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and, of course, always, most important, high-fiber solution. You can even enjoy it if you're keto. Remember to use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your next order. That is LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, one five to get 15% off of your next order at builtbar.com. All right. And I mean, just looking at this realignment again, uh, there's been a uh, proposal on the SEC network that uh, is, is pretty cool when looking at uh, the realignment pods scheduling. Um, yeah, th- their idea, I guess, is to not have two divisions no sec east no sec west but instead to have pods um this is going to be a little long-winded so i apologize (laughs) but uh so sec today proposed that they have or the sec network proposed that there be four four team pods uh pod a would be florida georgia kentucky south carolina pod b alabama auburn tennessee vanderbilt pod c LSU, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, and Texas A&M, and Pod D, Arkansas, Missouri, Oklahoma, Texas. I know that people, uh, I, don't, I don't know why people seem to want to think the pods were supposed to be like ranked by talent because people are like, oh, there's no Alabama or LSU in our pod, just Georgia. And it's like, yeah, it's set like that. If you look, it's typically two of the more, uh, talented programs split up with two of the less talented like pod a is florida georgia's florida and georgia are the elite pod b alabama auburn pod c lsu i guess a and m would be the other one pod d would be oklahoma texas like there's two teams that are supposed to be much better two teams that are lower it's to create that little uh not just have like who cares about pod d because they're the four worst teams so it's like that um there would be a nine game schedule format where each team, so from now on, I'm kind of just going to speak in terms of Florida because, of course, that's what we're here for. Um, so Florida would play the other three teams in their pod every season. So every year, Florida would play Georgia, Kentucky, South Carolina. Got that done. Uh, they would play two games against each of the other pods. So Florida would play two games against Alabama, Auburn, Tennessee, Vanderbilt, one of those, or two of those four. Uh, pod C, LSU, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Texas A&M, and Pod D would be Arkansas, Missouri, Oklahoma, Texas. So two from each pod. So two from Pod B, two from Todd, Pod C, and two from Pod D. And they would host every team at least once every four seasons, which is kind of how the NFL does it. Um, 
like uh, the the Bucks play the Dolphins every four years. Uh, they don't host every four years, but they play every four years. So it, it'd be kind of like that, or at least every four years. So it'd be kind of like that. Um, but in this case, you would host once every four years, which is a, a cool concept. Um, it's something that I think would be very difficult to work out. I think pods would make it much more difficult to schedule because at that point, what do you do with the SEC championship? Do you have your own little playoff? Do you have uh, the best team from pod A and pod B play like play each other and then pod C, pod D play each other and the winner of that game plays each other? So it makes it kind of difficult because... And you, you can't just not have an SEC championship because we've seen that shoot teams in the foot in the past. We saw that with uh, the Big 12 not having a Big 12 championship game kind of kept them out of the running you know so we need to avoid that from really being a uh, a serious issue so we need to have the sec championship game i think pods make that so much more difficult because if you're going to have a playoff into your championship game then you need an extended period of time that's the biggest issue not necessarily like sure you could do just the best of pod A, pod B, pod C, pod D, play a little tournament, whatever you want to do. But then you need extended time to set that up and to then go into your championship game. That's the bigger issue. So that's why, personally, I don't think pods would work. Um, again, as cool an idea as they are and as fun as they sound, I don't think it would be uh, efficient, I'll say, uh, to really work out with that. I I do like splitting it up as like two great teams, two not so great teams in each pod. But uh, yeah, I think when you, and like the scheduling format, like the nine game conference schedule, I'm fine with. I've seen a lot of people not like it. I'm, I'm totally cool with it. Uh, my issue again, really just comes down to that SEC championship game as how are you going to set that up? How is that going to play out? Is that like, we can't ask uh the whole ncaa to push and the college football playoff committee to push back the playoff so that as and or push back other bowl games so that the sec can get this set up and it would also add more wear and tear to these college athletes that's another big issue there because you're then asking them to play another game um it's rough stuff really of course this is all hypothetical because uh yeah, we don't we don't know if this is even gonna happen or if it's gonna work or what's gonna go on with it. But it's at the very least interesting and exciting to talk about, and that's that's really what we're looking forward to here. Um, personally, yeah, I would like to see it happen just because I would like to see the SEC get stronger. But I think it's a terrible decision if you're Oklahoma, and I think it's a terrible. I think it's an even worse decision if you're Texas, because like. Yeah, you're struggling to keep up in the Big 12, and that's not a very difficult thing to do if we're being completely honest about things. Um, It's just... It's funny that Texas wants to do it. I'm sorry. And it's also funny that Texas A&M's reason for rejecting this or voting no is we want to be the only SEC school in Texas because it's like... uh, Texas A&M and Texas are always like, oh, like, your little brother, and Texas A&M's like, no, we're cool, like... But then Texas wants to come to the SEC, and they're like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> so it's just funny to me. Sorry. And to wrap up today's show, 
We're talking about games that I'm excited for. Um, I know that these are going to be all very obvious games, and I'm totally cool with it. Um, just know that they are three games that I've been looking forward to for a long time, and I'll say that uh, talking trash to the other Locked On hosts, which we do incessantly, um, talking trash to the other Locked On hosts, really fun, makes me even more excited for these games. I am sorry if you can hear the helicopter above me. Uh, if you can't hear it, then never mind. Um, but, you know, so the first game that I'm most excited for, I put these in order of when they happen, by the way. It's not necessarily a ranking of which one I'm more excited for. Uh, but Bama, like that one I've spoken about plenty on this show. I'm incredibly excited for it. It's one that I genuinely, genuinely can't wait for because i'm so sick and tired of bama man i just i hate them with a passion i every bama fan i meet is just the worst and i cannot wait because i'm like i don't know what it is but this i've never been so confident that the gators can hand it to bama this year and i don't know why but i'm i'm rolling with it okay it's it's a gut feeling i've got and I'm, I'm trusting my gut with it. I can't wait for this game. I still, to this day, think that it was just so genuinely dumb <laughs> to book us as the 330 game. Uh, this should be a night game in the swamp. Like it's, I think that they kind of shafted uh, the Gators on. Like This game should be a night game. I don't care if you're like, oh, more people are going to watch during the day because at night they go out. I genuinely don't care. This is prime time television these are two of the best teams in the nation going at it and you put them at 3 30 in the afternoon on a saturday you're out of your mind i i still think this is just the worst the absolute worst uh that that's just so silly and uh, but guess what i'm still gonna be going i'm still gonna be getting my drink on <laughs> i'm still gonna be excited for it I can't wait. Next up is the LSU game. Um, there's a few reasons for this one. Uh, one is that I hate them. <laughs> um, two is that uh, I have a good amount of friends that are LSU fans and LSU students or alumni, and I, I want to talk that trash to them, but also the Gators so desperately need redemption from last year's game. Um, I'm not one to really, uh, really harp on the shoe throw, um, mainly because it, when it comes down to it, I don't care about the about Marco Wilson throwing the shoe, mainly because Florida never should have let LSU in that game. That's why. Sure, Marco Wilson was the final nail in the coffin throwing that shoe. That's totally fine, but. Actually, not even the final nail. The second to last nail. The last, the final nail was that kick in the fog. It was just ridiculous. But <laughs> the final nail in the coffin, or not the second to final nail, was Marco Wilson throwing that shoe. And I don't even care about that or the final nail because LSU never should have been in that game. They could not hang with Florida on their best day. But LS, but Florida probably played one of their worst games of the season then. And I, I need that redemption to come back here. And the last game, Florida State. Um, I hate Florida State. I have, I don't know why, if it's like a front runner thing from 2013, but I have so many 
people that I know that are Florida State fans. Um, but the biggest reason I can't wait for this is because we missed out on it last year. And the hosts for Locked On Seminoles, um, I love them. They're great guys. We talk a lot of trash. And, like, we don't talk just, like, a little. Like, when we talk trash, we go for hours. Yesterday, even, we went on for maybe two hours of just straight trash talk about which school is the better school. Um, They can use any empty points they want to use to say Florida State, but they're just wrong. But also, yet getting this rivalry game back, you know, uh, Thanksgiving week is just so awesome. And this is honestly like a game that I look forward to so effing much. Um, <laughs> I, it's it's a beautiful thing. It's an amazing thing. It's a fantastic game, and we're hopefully gonna blow them out again. But I mean, honestly, I don't care. Every single snap, I'm tuned into this to this game. Because I hate them with a passion, and I it's just the, my favorite game every single year. I can't wait for it. But that about does it for today's episode of Locked On Gators. Join me Monday, as we'll probably get into the next positional preview. Um, but I'm not going to commit to it because, again, working on some interviews that we'll hopefully have set up. Might, might record this weekend, might not. That's why I'm not committing to anything. Uh, so I just want to make that very clear. But once again, my name is Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. You can find all of my written work with Whole Nine Sports is W-H-O-L-E-N-I-N-E Sports. And before I get into the shout outs, I just want to thank you guys so much for tuning in because uh, I, I love that we're back to five days a week. Like that's a beautiful thing for me. I'm glad that we got through this week, even though it was a, a, a little bit of a rough one and uh, food poisoning stuff, fun stuff. So I apologize for that. But Thank you. Um, We'll be back Monday. I can't wait. And now to wrap up. Check out Locked On Bucks, hosted by Kane Pittman and Frank Madden, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, Bucks with a K, you know, the NBA Bucks. Uh, I I just had to give them a shout out. You know, congratulations for winning the... uh, the finals and it was amazing and Giannis Antetokounmpo is one of the coolest people with one of the coolest names ever. This week, the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey featuring analysis from the GOAT of NBA Mock Drafts, Chad Ford and Odyssey NBA experts Brian Scalabrini and former General Manager Ryan McDonough. Our Locked On NBA local experts will make selections and trades for your favorite basketball teams throughout this week-long special event. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is the audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y.